voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky, swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, a very good evening from a very cool Indianapolis, Indiana, and icy and snowy and all kinds of yucky things. I need to be on my way to Florida, but we've got a big podcast and lots of radio news and all that good stuff, but I will tell people that listen to The Legend, we've, you've been hearing me complain all week that my computer and things weren't working. Well, it's all come together and it's all fixed for the next five or ten minutes anyway. It's working good. <laughs> anyway, there are no guarantees in life. No, there is not. But no, and if they want that bowl schedule, Bill, remember, for those who want that bowl schedule that they missed, tune in on Sunday night. We will have the bowl schedule. Yes, we, right. we'll yes, have we will. everything you ever and missed. And then this have. is the last All Things Radio of the decade. Right. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that's We've got lots of stuff going on here today, yeah, too. Yeah, we do. Well, let's turn it over to Jeff. Oh, all right. Thank you very much, Bill. First of all, as usual, we'll start things out with a national view of what's happening in broadcasting with a radio news segment, followed up by calls and feedback. Jennifer Sparks call in her in format changes. And with Tom Joyner retiring from radio, we're going to do a little bit of a retrospective on Tom Joyner's life. You know, they called him the fly jock back in the day because he did his show at, in, in Dallas, Texas, and he also did his show in Chicago. He worked for two different radio stations. You don't see that very often. And after so they that, were by different companies, too. That's right. They were. And after yeah. that, we're going to have our, our check of And I'm the reason I chose this radio station. WSTR-FM in Atlanta because, because they were one of the latest to go Christmas. I believe, from what I read in the trades, they normally didn't do all Christmas programming. However, they, they have to compete with the other radio stations. So they went Christmas maybe about two weeks ago. So we have a listen to a uh, listen to WSTR in Atlanta, Georgia. And our usual classic air check is something I kind of been bringing out every every so often. I think we did it last year. We're doing it this year again. It's Mike Cranston on CHUM from December 21st, 1967. Mm-hmm. All in all, a very busy show. We've got the usual crew and Bob out in Florida. I almost said Syracuse. Bob in Florida. Um, yeah. Chris uh, out now out in Boston. We've got uh, we've got all the other people. Sean and uh, and, and Austin. Also Gary in Austin. And Perry's out in Iowa. And Bill's out in Indianapolis. And I'm here in the cold, awful Albany, New York, with the weather. But it's in the but it, hey, uh, Bill, it's in the 40s out here. So the warmer weather must be coming your way. I hope it comes our way because it was like four degrees above zero this morning. So all in all, I'll turn it over to you, Bill. An interesting show this week, and we have lots to talk about. Even after the radio news, because we've had some radio news that has come in. So over to you, Bill. I would take it over, and we did mention Chris in Boston. Is he hanging out there someplace around? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, he said, no, no, just oh, get, get in front of the window, Chris. Just he, he he mentioned, but, but any any good, as, you know, as long as you spell my name right, there, any good publicity is accepted. Right, well, one, <laughs> other, one other confession before we do the uh, award-winning Jeff's award-winning news. Yesterday, I was... In the second hour, Dave and Chris were doing their demo when I was running the board here. 
and I actually fell asleep for 30 minutes during the thing. So. What were they? What, what were they demonstrating, by the way? Uh, the uh, the rumba has a like you have the vacuum cleaner, but the rumba has a mop that, that you can use to clean your hard, hardwood floors. Oh, and I guess they didn't run the motor on the vacuum cleaner often enough during the demo to keep you awake. Huh? I guess they didn't, but I'm going <laughs> to well. stay awake now because no matter what. Jeff cannot make me go to sleep. So here we go. Well, it's award-winning. You got to stay awake. Here we go. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio. And here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Could iHeartMedia be the target of a takeover? Spanish Broadcasting Systems get some refinancing. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, provide you with cord-cutting news, and conclude our look at the Nielsen November personal people meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and iHeartMedia once again makes news. Liberty Media has been around for many, many years, but we haven't talked about them in a long time. Liberty Media has a 4.5% stake in iHeartMedia, and they'd like to increase that stake. We don't know how much they are going to increase that stake. However, according to an article in the Wall Street Journal, Liberty Media would like to have a majority stake in iHeartMedia. Will this happen? We really don't know. At this point, Liberty Media owns Sirius XM Satellite Radio as well as Pandora and has a 34% stake in Live Nation, which is the concert promotion company, and Live Nation also owns Ticketmaster, which provides tickets to all the major concerts. Liberty Media also has a stake in television companies as well. Will this be approved? We really don't know, but it's all under Justice Department scrutiny, and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In other news, Spanish Broadcasting Systems has found a way to refinance its $249.9 million debt. The company has found a way to finance that debt. We'll let you know more about this as soon as it comes to fruition. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Apollo Global Management has closed on its deal to purchase Cox Media and the Dayton, Ohio newspapers. This means that Apollo Global Management will gain Cox Media's radio and television portfolio. And the new company will continue to use the Cox Media brand and the CEO of the new company will be Kim Guthrie, who is the current CEO for Cox Media. It looks like the CBS Sports Radio Network will be looking for two new morning hosts. Mark Malleus and Peter Tanagia are leaving the show. According to reliable sources, Mark Malleus will be handling middays at radio station WFAN AM and FM in New York City. In other related mm-hmm. news, WFAN has a replacement for the retiring Mike Francesa show. The Mike Francesa show will be replaced by a new afternoon show hosted by Evan Roberts and Joe Beningo. The show will air Monday through Friday from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. with the retiring Mike Francesa hosting a daily show Monday through Friday from 6 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Congratulations go out to Pat Farnock, who's just hung up her headphones after 47 years in radio. For the past 19 years, Pat Farnock has hosted Middays at radio station WCBS AM with its all-news operation. Pat Farnock also worked at radio station KYW in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, as well as a number of radio and television stations in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. In other news, congratulations go out to Skip Echeverria, who will be joining Philip Teresi on radio station KMJ AM in Fresno, California. The station is owned and operated by Cumulus Media, and the new afternoon show replaces a show that was originally hosted by Chris Daniel for many, many years. Congratulations go out to Gunnar Jackson and Cheyenne Davis, who are the new morning hosts at radio station KMLEFM in Phoenix, Arizona. KMLEFM programs in country format. They're owned and operated by Entercom. Gunnar Jackson and Cheyenne Davis come to this radio group after working for Town Square Media in Yukima, Washington. Another news, Buzz Knight is exiting his position as Director of Innovation and Strategy for Beasley Media. Buzz Knight is leaving Beasley Media to form his own consulting firm, and guess what? Beasley Media will be his first client. Edgevision has made changes to the radio landscape in Los Angeles, California at radio station KDLE and KDLD. Both stations transmit on a frequency of 103.1, and they've dropped their Super Estrella progressive rock Spanish format in favor of Mexican Cumbria. Finally, if you love the beautiful music, easy listening sound of radio station WAVV, you're going to be noticing some changes after the Christmas holiday. WAVV has dropped its beautiful music instrumental moniker in favor of playing soft adult contemporary music. And yes, we'll provide you with an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now it's time for some cord cutting news. The Weather Channel is launching a free streaming service called Local Now Plus. The channel will provide local news and local weather and movies on 150 streaming channels. 
In other news, we told you that NBC is launching a streaming service called Peacock. However, if you'd like that streaming service without commercials, NBC Universal is hoping to provide a commercial-free service at $10 a month. AT&T's TV now has added additional streams for Showtime and HBO. Showtime 2 and Showtime Extreme are now available, as well as HBO 2 and Action Max. In other news, the Oprah Winfrey channel has quietly come to YouTube TV. It's now part of its core package of channels. In other news, YouTube TV is also adding PBS and PBS Kids to some of its major markets. Bison's 5G rollout is continuing to grow. It is now available in Los Angeles, California. So if you have an appliance that covers 5G, you're in luck. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen November Personal People Meter Ratings. In Portland, Oregon, the number one ranked radio station is KLTH-FM with the classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KOPB-FM. That's the public radio station with a news, talk, and information format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Portland, Oregon is KKCW-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one ranked radio station is WRFX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WSOC-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina is WBAV-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In San Antonio, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KO10-FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KCYY-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Antonio, Texas is KJXK-FM with an adult its format. In Sacramento, California, the number one ranked radio station is KSEG-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KNCI-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Sacramento, California is KFBK-FM with a news talk and information format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WDVE-FM with a rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WWSW-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is WRRK-FM with an adult hits format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, the number one ranked radio station is KSFI-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KRSP-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah is KODJ-FM also programming a classic hits format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one ranked radio station is KKLZ-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KSNE-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KXPT-FM with a classic rock format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one ranked radio station is WOCL-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is WXXL-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Orlando, Florida is WMGF-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, things are status quo. The number one ranked radio station is WGRR-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is WLWAM with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio is KUBE-FM with a country format. Including Ohio, the number one ranked radio station is WMJI-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is WGAR-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WDOK-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KCFX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KCMO-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is KPRS-FM with an urban format. Finally, in Columbus, Ohio, the number one ranked radio station is WCOL-FM with a country format. The number two ranked radio station is WSNY-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WBNS-FM with an all-sports format. Finally, I'd like to wish everyone out there who listens to the All Things Radio live broadcast and follows us on our podcast feed season's greetings. We'll be taking the next two weeks off to rest and recuperate and spend time with Mm. friends and family. But during the next two weeks, I guarantee you there'll be lots of radio news to report on. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800 
800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. We like to hear from you, our listeners. Your feedback is welcome when you call toll-free 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Select option two for the podcast team. Hi, this is Debbie in Lafayette, Indiana. I wanted to comment on a station. It's WIBN 98 Gold, Earl Park, West Lafayette, Indiana. And they've been playing Christmas music solid since like right after a Thanksgiving, and uh, they're a local radio station. They are technically, I think, a classic hits or oldies, supposedly. I've been listening to their Christmas music, but they do have tons of commercials, like maybe eight or ten. Yeah, I don't like that either. Hey, guys, this is John Melia from Philadelphia. Every year we have a station in Philadelphia, WBEB, that does Christmas music early as possible. But we've now been listening to it on Alexa and on the radio since where I live signals don't come in too well what I've noticed is a mountain of commercials like 10 to 15 minutes I don't know whether they realize that they're going to lose people for this because it's crazy my wife likes to listen to the Santa show from 6 to 7 on WBEB and the Santa does a good job but when they go to commercial it's like they're never going to come back it's way worse this year than it ever has been so thanks guys hello this this is Joe here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with this little item. Friday, September 13th, Tom Joyner, radio host for 25 years, announced his retirement. He hung up his earphones. Yes, African-American national radio host. Now, one interesting thing about his career from 1985 to 1993, he was offered a job at two radio stations, KKDA in Dallas, K104 at WGCI in Chicago. Rather than accept one of the two or just to to decide, he worked at both of them. So in the morning, he did his morning show in Dallas, Texas, and flew to Chicago for his afternoon show. So thank you very much for everything right here in All Things Radio. Holiday greetings from John Wesley Smith in Hallsville, Missouri. I really enjoyed uh, this week's All Things Radio Live uh, podcast. I really enjoyed the uh, hurricane market scope thing. That was uh, very interesting indeed where they don't do uh, radio like uh, WMCA there in that air check, do they? Not anymore. Yeah, as far as the uh, smooth jazz format, I may have mentioned this before, but KJLU in Jefferson City, 88.9, carries smooth jazz format. And they do it uh, pretty much all day up until the evenings, and then they run different programming. And they run different programming on the weekends, too. I won't try to go through it all. But anyway, it's uh, interesting that they do that. And they are a public radio station. And surprisingly, they carry CBS radio for their uh, news each hour for their national news. Anyway, keep up the good work, guys. Looking forward to the uh, shows for the rest of the year and on into 2020. Listener comments are always welcome. So give us a call on that feedback line, 800. 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. 
All right, guys, if you and want. And I would guess, uh, Bill, just to correct one thing, I'll bet uh, Joe meant December 13th, right, right. not September 13th. Yeah. Right. And right. Yeah, I, other, I would think you're right there. Right. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, right. and one that other, wouldn't have exactly been breaking news if we'd had no, it. No, wouldn't have been. No. <laughs> yeah. but we, so we, we did put it on a newscast in yeah. September as well. I remember that. Go yeah. ahead, Bill. Go but, ahead, Bill. Uh, one oh. other comment. If you want the Indianapolis ratings, like I've been trying to get Jeff to do, Call 800-693-0595. Put him on, I was impressed too. Put him on the Sorry spot. Sorry about that. I just that's, do the... Yeah, kind of, uh, well, I, think, I think yeah, that would be... I, mean, I think see, that, that would be that's neat, what Jeff. Happened. Give us some different... Give us like some different cities, you know, like some that we may not expect, you know, like the Indianapolis or the Des Moines market or some, well, you know, some well, of the... Well, yeah, I, I can do so some of that, but, but mainly, mainly I have only the access to the personal people. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah the PPM ones is all you got. The PPM ones, but... You see, that's what happens when you're the boss. You can you can do these things subversively to the employees, yeah. you know, put these things on. Yes, and, that's and true. They can't By the way, one of the things about some other news that we that we weren't able to get to in the All Things Radio newscast because they came in after WFAN's uh, Chris Carlin is now has work. He'll be working at WEPN, holding down yeah. the 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. shift. They have a replacement for Bob Kingsley, passed away with his Kingsley Country with the Country Countdown. The replacement is a, is a radio announcer named Fitz. He comes to uh, the Country Countdown. He works in Seattle, Washington at uh, the radio station, the Country Radio Station in seattle washington and uh, and the show is actually being produced by bob kingsley's wife and it's going to be distributed by skyview networks here's another as stupid as stupid as what do they say stupid is as stupid does husband and wife team julie and chuck working at uh, knuc in denver colorado they uh, chuck was complaining about uh, the problem of hearing too much news about the impeachment of uh, president trump and he said well why don't we do forget about the impeachment of president trump we should maybe we should have another school shooting not a very good idea <laughs> No. Did he, did a show yeah, on it's also, it's also not a good idea in Denver, which is uh, which had the yeah, Columbine, Columbine, that's correct. Well, he did a show on Tuesday. No, no one, I mean, no one said anything about it or nothing happened. He did a show on Wednesday, and that's when he was fired. A lot of feedback about this, oh. and his wife was the one that said, "I don't think that's appropriate." But by, by the, unfortunately, she said that, but it was too late. He had already said it, and yeah. that that made the news. So unfortunately, that's that now, now, did, he ju- did just he get fired, or did they both get? No, fired? No, they both got fired. They were a husband and wife team. Wow. So, wow. so really, go. so really, she got fired in a lot of ways for being wrong place, wrong time. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could say that. I would tend to agree. And, you know, it's unfortunate. We talked about this last week when it comes to radio. Sometimes people say things at the spur of the moment, and they don't even think. And, it, I mean, it happens. When I was at oh, WGZ, sure. and, Bob, you remember I used to talk about uh, the program director there, and I'd say he always had a sign in the studio and always would say every staff meeting, think, 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 yep. think. And I'm saying that five times because that's how what he would say, think, before you speak. Right. And, unfortunately, yep. that, that you've got to be quick on your feet to do that kind of stuff sometimes. So that's what that's so, the problem is. Unfortunately, uh, just for the FAN thing, I thought that the replacement, or at least for a while, the replacement of Mike Francesa was Bart Scott and Maggie, whatever her name is. Apparently, they're out altogether, and they brought in Joe Beningo. I believe Maggie is going to still continue doing middays, uh, but uh, with with Mark, uh, with Mark, I can't pronounce his last name. You know, Malusis. Yeah, Malusis. Yeah, Mark Malusis. Oh, he's the guy on Sunday mornings. Okay, I know who he is. Yeah, that'll work better because Bart's not that good. Bart Scott. Well, they talked about Bart Scott wanting to do more of a football show, talking about. 
about going to work for ESPN. Oh, okay. You know, with the local or the national. So I think his contract was about up anyway. So it's an easy way to move Evan and yeah. Joe into that afternoon slot. Which yes, and I'm, they're Thank good. You. I see they he used they used to fill in for Mike yeah, and when heard. he wasn't there and stuff. They're good. I like them. I, I, good, I don't uh, think that they they I don't think that they really were very happy when Mike came back anyway. And he really he will. I you know when you get to have a big ego and he had a very big ego. I, I think they really had enough of him and and he has a contract where well, he's uh, yeah, work for them. Yeah, and he's on. For I wonder what he's going to do between six and six thirty. Jeez. Well, I don't be... know. We we do have uh, Joe on the line here. Maybe he'll wait. Maybe he'll wake up, Chris. That's right. Yeah. He's, got his, he's got his hand raised. So let me get to Joe here as well. I'm going to go here. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. This is Joe. Yeah. I, I meant to say December 13th. <laughs> that is so weird. I did the same thing on the chat line. December 13th, 94th birthday of Dick Van Dyke. Uh, oh, that's, no. all, that's all right, Joe. We bailed you out. Yeah, we bailed you out. Yeah. No problem, Joe. Okay. You did. That is great. It's like when I went to work at KMOJ in 1989, I kept saying KUXO for a month. Right. You'd think before you speak, applies, but do, I, do we always do it in the station managers? I almost drove off the road when you said that, well, that you know, Joe, joking. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget this. At WABC, Harry Harrison's very first day, he's <laughs> 1968. He does his last show on a Saturday. It's Monday morning on WABC. He goes, any other like, WABC, but WMCA, ABC time time is so-and-so. Well, nice to be in good company. <laughs> it, happens more, it happens more than you think. Thank you very much, Joe. Oh, real, real quickly, uh, John Wesley Smith talked about the station in Jefferson City, Missouri. I believe from what I remember when I lived up there as a kid, it was owned by Lincoln University. And I've seen other non-commercial stations run CBS or like uh, the beautiful music station up here in Colleen, KNCT. They run AP Network News. You know, they're non-commercial. And I've seen that happen before. No, it's not, it's not unusual. KUT ran yeah. mutual news Right, and some of the, some of the non-commercial yeah. stations do that. You know, the CBS has the top of the hour news, but they also have a bottom of the hour news where they call the CBS. News update. It's a it's a much shorter version of their regular news. So, yeah. Anyone else have any more comments before we get to Jennifer's call and her format changes? Oh, silence is golden. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, I guess Bill has a comment here. Hold on a second, Bill. Let me get to you. Hold on a second, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. You're on. Yeah, only thing I was going to say, uh, I knew Tom Joyner when he was working up here. But anyways, what I was going to say, you mentioned the YouTube that Oprah show was going to YouTube. Did you guys see or hear read this morning? It was on the news here, and I looked it up. Some kid, eight years old, has earned the most money on YouTube this year, $27 yes. million. Dollars by yes. go- demonstrating toys. toys. Demonstrating he, toys. And the next yes. the second group was $27 million also called the Ireland Boys. And all they do is show movies or films, something like America, America funniest videos on TV, and they're going to be in Chicago. They didn't say the date, but they got a date in Chicago at the United Center, and it is sold out. Wow. wow. All right. Wow. Thank you, Bill. So we're, in the wrong, we're in the wrong business. We are. We, we, need to be, we need to be on YouTube and make all those millions of dollars. Right. right. We're definitely, we're definitely in the wrong guys. business. Uh, Bernie, are you out there? I unmuted you. I'll get him in a second. I think I've got him. Uh, maybe he's not. All right, Bernie. You got him, Jim. Go ahead, Bernie. See, can you there? Uh, I, I am I here now? Yeah, yeah you, you are. are. Yeah, go ahead. You're there. Oh, good. Well, I brought you one for me. <laughs> I bet it was very interesting too. Yeah. Oh my God, it was the best conversation I've ever had with myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, go ahead, go ahead, Bill. He's, uh, he's, he's he's here. Go ahead. But I brought you one for be... Bernie. Tell us your biggest mistake in radio that you would, if you had something that you could pull back that you said or didn't say or. <laughs> I think we all have the, the, a mistake I've ever made. Yeah, I know like, you don't like make. Something, 
something I shouldn't have said that I that I did yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I'm. So, are you kidding? I'm so perfect. I. I know. I know. I <laughs> or one t- one time I I got in big trouble because there was a commercial that we were running for a place called Rackets Four. And the guy who did the commercial was doing a fake, terrible English accent. And uh, I got on the air after the commercial. With, this is a thing you should never do. I said, I guess that was an English accent. <laughs> and the, 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 the bad part was that the guy was listening. And so they called me in and they, they told me I needed to apologize and I wouldn't do it. <laughs> like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? I was young at the time. I was very young, and I, I was bullheaded. And, uh, so I just wouldn't do it. I yeah. wouldn't apologize. Did you lose your job over there? No, no, I no, good. never. Well, the only the only time I lost a job was in Muncie, Indiana, because I was working two stations, Muncie and Indianapolis, and they didn't like it, so they fired me. But you know, you got to get fired in radio at some point. Yep, <laughs> uh, and we do need in, we, we do need Indianapolis ratings because. I think next time around, B one hundred five point seven should be number one. I, I think with that Christmas book, I think that's true. But I think yeah. Jeff likes his job security and all his perks that come with this job. He'll find a way to get any Indianapolis. We'll, we'll get it in. I, I make you know. It's I try to get the, the <laughs> I, three I days want, in. I'm sorry about that. I want those 10, of us, those of us who live in day four PPM cities. We yeah. did kind of the short trip, but we worked out. We could. Uh, I used to do. A, I used to do all, all four day, all four days of it, uh, Gary. But it got to be, you know, by the time I did day yeah, four, sure. out with. Yeah, day by the time you did day four, the new ones were coming out. I said, Yeah, that's right. right. Exactly. You know, yeah. I, I would consider it a personal favor if you guys would call eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five option two and tell Jeff to do it. Oh, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. And, and, and Bill, they should also call that number and put in some sports stuff so we can have even more audio for well, Sunday, that, don't you think? That's, that's right. Too, yeah, but, that's right. Yeah. But, and, and, and sports, speaking yeah. of sports, I'm surprised that Columbus, Ohio has a sports station in the top three. I, but that's very well, unusual because I do these okay. every month, yeah. uh, Bernie, and th- that the WBNS is normally not in the top three. So, I wonder if part of that is because Ohio State is so good yeah. this year. Part of yeah, it is Ohio yeah. State, and they were also, I think, the fl- flagship of the Blue Jackets, too. So, you know, I mean... Yes. Oh, the Blue Jackets, that's got to be it then, okay. That's, it's the hockey yeah, team, that's, right? That's the hockey team. <laughs> wait a second, I'm not, I'm, not supposed, I'm, I'm not supposed to know that, you know. I'm not supposed to know that, guys. Yeah, they made the, they made the uh, you know, they won a playoff series last year. Let's give them credit. Right. right. Okay, all right. I'd hate to be the flagship for the Colts this year. the trophy <laughs> the regular season. Yeah. I'd hate to be the flagship for the Colts this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's worth, checks, what if you were the flag? Hey, WLW is one of the flagships of the Bengals, and they're still number one. So what the heck? Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it around that. Bernie around the building being the flagship of the Colts. Well, you, know, yeah. you, know what, you know what gets me? The Giants have, do, did, have done so bad this year, the last few years, and yet they are sold out every game. They, yep. they, they they have a loyal fan base, no matter how bad they are. I mean, I went to games, Chris, and I know where we got to get to Jennifer's call uh, call her format changes. I went to games when they would sing "Goodbye Alley." I remember yeah. "Goodbye." <laughs> I you know I remember when well, I was at the game when Y.A. Tittle was injured. It was his yeah. last game of the season. Bleeding. I was there. It was, yes, yep, sixty-four. Yep, I know. I, 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 know I know. I'm a little old, but I mean, it's it's, it's no. It the, quite... the Giants. Well, they made their hay that they're still living on back in from fifty-six through sixty-four when they were Eastern Conference champions. 
Christians, or, or and they won the whole thing in 56. And after that, they were solid. But they used to bounce around. They were in the polo grounds, or in, and then they moved to Yankee Stadium, and they got that fan base. And, and, and then the tickets have been willed to everybody for, you know, the last 55 years or whatever. I got to meet Y.E. Tittle. I don't know how my father did it, but I will tell you that, uh, just, just I know we're kind of diverting here, but he was probably one of the nicest people I had ever met. As probably a the only person you ever named uh, met named Yelbert, Yelberton. That was his name, Yelberton Abraham Tittle. That's right. Right. Y'all both yeah. And after he got out, of, out doing football, um, my brother-in-law's uh, my brother-in-law's son, uh, my my nephew Matthew, his wife, uh, wife's father, had dealings with Y.A. Tittle because he was involved in insurance <laughs> after doing after leaving football. So that's it, what a small world, you know. So yep. what can All I, I say? can say is I feel sorry for you if you're a New York fan because of your Jets. Your Giants and the Knicks. Oh my God! Maybe the Yankees. Well, yeah, the Knicks remember that I was pointing out the other day. It's the worst, absolutely, is Detroit. Oh yeah. And when the Pistons yeah. are your best team and they're about three games out of the playoffs, the, the Red Wings, Lions, and Tigers were are horrible this year. So, well, no, what, are the, what are the players though for the New York Knicks? I got to tell you, Marcus Morris is his name. Their record Marquee. seven and yeah, their record is seven and twenty-one, and he says they have a great chance to be in the playoffs. I don't know what playoffs. Uh, well, I, I, you know, first of all, they, they got rid of that David Fisdale, who's the coach, who's their coach, and I, obviously there was no communication between him and the players because they just did horrible under, under his tutelage for the last few years that he was coach. So, you know, well, what can you say? But I don't. And by the way, you can you can hear more of this award-winning sports talk Sunday night yes. at eight p.m. Eastern. Yeah, right? yeah. The only other thing I will say is, wouldn't it hard to be an announcer when your team just week after week after Very week? Very tough. Oh, I would think I'm, Murphy, I'm amazed, I'm amazed that. that some of them have done it. Well, go, you know, hold on, like on a second, Chris. Hold on a second. Go ahead, Bob. What is it about Bob? Yeah, uh, Bob Murphy always said uh, doing the Mets during the lean years in the '60s was a very tough assignment. Oh, yeah. And not, uh, not too many happy recaps in those days. No, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, but we're going to have a happy recap now because we're going to listen to, well, maybe we are. Call letters. Oh, don't don't, don't tell me. Not again. <laughs> no. Not again. No, we're good, Chris. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to have to sing. And neither do no. you. Want me to have to sing. With Jennifer Sparks, call letter and formats. By the way, you're listening to All Things Radio on the Worldwide Legend. But we're almost there. And we know, the and we know, and we know that we know that this segment has a big fan following. So it does. It does. So we need. This is yeah, where you hear your does. small markets. Your small markets are mentioned yes. here. Yeah. They sure are. Our, um, I, I, I will tell you, though, that going to those giant games were painful when we were saying goodbye to Allie Sherman. But uh, that's another story. Here goes Jennifer. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and I would like to take this opportunity to wish all of you a joyous holiday season and a prosperous new year. Now, here are your call letter and format changes for the week of December 19th. KRDR 105.7 Alva, Oklahoma changes format from hot AC to classic hits and changes slogan from Pulse 105.7 to classic hits. 105.7. KURT 93.7. Pineville, Oregon changes format from alternative rock to religious teaching and changes slogan from Central Oregon's alternative to worship 24 7. WNRI 1380. Woonsocket, Rhode Island changes primary format 
from talk to news talk and adds secondary format sports. KSHRFM 97.3 Coquille, Oregon changes slogan from K Shore to 97.3 Hot Country. KTEE 94.9 North Bend, Oregon changes slogan from the T to the T 94.995.7. KWRO 630 Cockle, Oregon changes slogan from News Talk 630 KWRO to News Talk 630 101.1 KWRO. WBRN 1460 Big Rapids, Michigan changes slogan from Talk of the Town to News Radio 1460 107.7 WBRN. The following stations have switched networks from Eternal Word TV Network to Relevant Radio and changed their slogan from Baraga Radio to Relevant Radio. WGJU 91.3 East Tallis, Michigan. WGZR 88.9 Alpena, Michigan, WIDG 940, St. Ignace, Michigan, WMQU 1230, Grayling, Michigan, WTCK 90.9, Charlevoix, Michigan, WTCY 88.3, Graylickville, Michigan, KBFL FM 99.9, Buffalo, Missouri, changes slogan from Music of Your Life 1060 to Music of Your Life 99.9, KDDV FM 101.5, Wright, Wyoming, changes format from Classic Hits to Classic Rock. WCLO 1230 Janesville, Wisconsin changes slogan from your source for news, weather, sports to Southern Wisconsin News, Weather, Sports. WFMW 730 Madisonville, Kentucky changes slogan from classic hits country to classic hit country. 730 AM 94.9 FM. WFR CFM 90.5 Columbus, Georgia changes calls to WKCC FM WFRH FM 91.7 Kingston, New York changes calls to WKGW FM WFRP FM 88.7 Americas, Georgia changes calls to WKMW FM KHNC 1360 Johnstown, Colorado changes slogan from American Freedom Network to The Roar. KMCS 93.1 Muscatine, Iowa changes slogan from Vintage Sound 93.1 to 93.1 The Buzz. WBEW 89.5 Chesterton, Indiana changes format from Variety to Urban Contemporary. WNSB 91.1 Norfolk, Virginia changes slogan from Hot 91 to Blazing Hot 91. CKLW 800 Windsor, Ontario changes slogan from AM 
AM800CKLW, the information station, KTCS1410, Fort Smith, Arkansas, changes format from Southern Gospel to Country and adds slogan Country Levin, KZXRFM101.7, Prosper, Washington, changes slogan from La Pantera to La Zeta, WBUC1460, Buckhannon, West Virginia, changes format from classic country to contemporary Christian and changes slogan from the River 93.1 to the Journey. WFGM 1300 Morgantown, West Virginia changes format from adult contemporary to contemporary Christian and changes slogan from Morgantown 92.1 1300 to the Journey. WFGM FM 93.1 Barrickville, West Virginia changes format from classic country to contemporary Christian and changes slogan from the river 93.1 to the journey. WNGY FM 102.3 Morton, Illinois changes format from classic hip hop to R&B oldies and changes slogan from G102.3 to KZ102.3 and changes calls to WKZFFM. WO E N 1360 Olean, New York changes slogan from KZ 102 to the ride 101.9 and 96.3 WWMN 106.3 Thompsonville, Michigan changes format from talk to adult contemporary and changes slogan from the information station to Northern Michigan's music leader WYP TV 94.5 Mackinac City, Michigan changes format from talk to adult contemporary and changes slogan from the information station to Northern Michigan's music leader. WZKZ 101.9 Alfred, New York changes slogan from KZ 102 to the ride 101.9 and 96.3. WZRT 97.1 Rutland, Vermont Changes slogan from Z97 to Z97.1. The following stations have signed off the air. WMFL 88.5 Florida City, Florida. KLKR 89.3 Elko, Nevada. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a very good holiday. Thank you very much, Jennifer. I, I'm just imagining the meeting that was held to change that station from hot such and such to blazing hot. Probably a three martini lunch. It was a great time. It was had by all. You might figure be right. that you one, know, out. one of the other things I was going to say that WBUC in Buchanan or Buchanan, West Virginia. Buchanan. 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 I thought that it seems to me that we did that station years ago when you know in the early days of the podcast. I think I think we I think we I think we might have done that station as well. Now, by the way, it's Olean, not Olean. Olean, okay. yeah. Olean, New York. The station yeah. in Colorado and, uh, was the KHNC. Didn't they used to have, didn't they call themselves Rifle Radio at one time or something a few years ago? Were they run by the NRA or what? I don't know. They were owned by the, I remember, if it's what I'm thinking about, they were owned by these uh, Alex Jones. Uh, uh, we, there was a station that was broadcasting something from Colorado about guns and weapons and stuff. But we did that We did that many, a number of years ago. Remember that? Uh, that was some news we had. Yeah. Uh, 
back then. Yeah, I remember. The InfoWars group owned them. I remember that. Yeah, InfoWars group. You get all oh, kinds of things, but yeah, you know, that was one that moved from what did she sell it? Classic hit to classic, classic hip hop to uh, to uh, oh, classic R and B, which which actually my and I've, and I checked just recently, and they weren't on the internet. So hopefully, in the new year, they will be on the internet. Unfortunately, some of these smaller stations that Jennifer does do. I would like to put on the internet, but if they're not broadcasting on the internet, that's beyond my control. Well, a lot of those stations don't. They just can't afford to do it. And they can't uh, afford the royalty fees. Well, they don't, you know, they don't have to, it's not like having a, a you know, station like The Legend, but, but it, it still costs money to stream, and it still costs them bandwidth money yeah. as well. They, so they don't, they don't, so they just, just do don't have the money for that stuff. kind of thing. So, unfortunately, that's the way it is in, in radio. Um, I, I just wonder if you want to do, uh, we want to talk a little bit about Tom Joyner because we do have him coming up next. Yeah, we got uh, him coming up. If you, a very interesting concept. That was way back before voice tracking was in vogue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you got well, I would like to know one thing. What happened if he couldn't make the flight but, you know, with bad weather and stuff like that? What I don't do know. Do that? That's interesting because he would leave. I left Dallas in 86, and so he was doing that then. He would leave immediately at 9 o'clock when his show ended on K-104, and they weren't that far from DFW Airport. <clears throat> one thing, K-104 is probably maybe 15, 20-minute drive from there. So, Who was the race car it. driver that used to fly from Indianapolis? Uh, for the, uh, uh, yeah, so oh, there's several of them that did that. Who was it? Used to fly from Indianapolis and go to uh, where was the other five hundred that he raced in the uh, Charlotte. 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 Yeah. 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 Who was, do you remember who he was, Bill? Well, there was oh. several. I knew the late Tim Richmond did it one year. Tony Stewart has done it. Maybe it was Tony Stewart. Yeah, it was a famous one. I know that. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Danica did it. Danica, Danica did it. Yeah. They didn't Danica do it but more than once or twice. So they don't. That was something they just didn't do. Maybe, but, but Tom Joyner had like a year pass. I think he had a deal work. I think it was with American Airlines. Uh, he, a year to year pass, he renewed each year. He had this deal to fly back because he lived in the Dallas Fort Worth area, if I remember right. He lived in Dallas. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering Dallas. if some of those Still flights does. were more yeah. comp because he might have done some advertising for the airline as well. It was a great promotion for the airline if he did that. I'm not sure because I. Oh, yeah, he, what if the plane and, was delayed? And, yeah. And it was good. I've, I've actually gotten to hear him, but we never had him in Albany, New York. That was not a popular uh, show. And, and I, yeah, and, I remember hearing him early in his career back before KKDA FM existed, and he was on their AM, uh, Soul 73. See, and he was, was a young, kind of a smart alecky kind of guy. But, I knew he was going to succeed, and he went to, I think, 1390 in Chicago, and then K-104 brought him back in the late 70s, early 80s, I think. You know, and the, it's, show, it's, it's, so the show that he did, the syndicated show, was out of Dallas, because it was the more the first yeah, that, show. Yeah, that, that started in 94, I believe. Or late yeah, because WILD used to pick that up. But he was, uh, he's also been decrying the state of radio and the state of newspapers and magazines, that that, that radio is going to go the way they are. And uh, he would have continued to work. Uh, Urban One is the uh, syndicator of his show. Reach Media is owned by Urban One, and that, of course, he's being replaced by Ricky Smiley. And he wanted more money, and he, and, and he was a force to be reckoned with. However, unfortunately, Unfortunately, uh, Radio One is making a they made a decision, and I guess they're going to have to keep to it. But he's decrying the state of radio and how bad it is. How, what is he in his late sixties? Because if he was starting he's about probably around then, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, probably late sixties, probably. And he used to he used to take his money that some of the money that he made off about of those stations off of GCI and off K one hundred four, and he would buy radio stations and build them up and sell them. I think he did that with WLDS in Jacksonville, 
Illinois, and there was a couple of others that he did that with. I know there was a, a some guy named Tom Joyner who on radio. That wasn't him, supposedly. But I think. I remember but I thought about, I was told this one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I thought he did uh, this one. He would buy individual stations. I think and then build them up and resell them. Well, one I of the guys that also did that as well was uh, James Brown owned a few radio stations that bought. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, not in Georgia, but yeah. But, Let's, uh, yeah. Well, why don't we, why don't we hear, hear what... The, uh, while the computer's working, let's hear Tom Joyner. <laughs> you know, while things are working. Really? It is the end of an era in South Florida radio. Hot 105 FM's Tom Joyner, host of the nation's number one syndicated urban morning show... This morning, the radio icon signed off for the final time after a legendary 50-year career. I never say goodbye at the end of this show because it's one continuous party. But this will be the first time I'll say the fly jock has landed. It was standing room only for Joyner's last show. His final words, the fly jock has landed, are a reference to the nickname he's had since the 1980s. That's when he was offered two jobs and took both, flying between Dallas, where he did a morning show, and Chicago, where he was on the air in the afternoon. Tom Joyner calls for Lauderdale home now and has been on Hot 105 for a quarter century. CBS News correspondent Jerika Duncan talked to Joyner as he prepared to walk away from his groundbreaking radio show. Now it's time for the celebrities. Tom Joyner keeps his listeners laughing and learning. Barbara Hillary, the first black woman to stand on both the North and South Poles. Our thing has always been to empower people, but to empower, we have to first entertain. If I've got you laughing, I've got you listening. His nationally syndicated radio show hit the airwaves in 1994 with a certain audience in mind. We do a show for for African Americans. That's what we do. This is just so fascinating. In 2000, Joyner discussed his influence with 60 Minutes correspondent Leslie Stahl. 1996, the election. Yeah. I've heard that you were responsible for registering a quarter of a million black voters. I've been given that credit. Politicians, they call you? Oh, they yeah. want to come on? Yeah. They think that if they want to reach African Americans that vote, they, the come, they can come to this show. How does the message that you were talking about in 2000 resonate with 2019 mm. as we go into the 2020 election? It was different then. I think we're more woke then than now. In 2000. In 2000. What day is it? Joyner says super serving the African-American community has been the secret to his success. Don't worry about crossover. Just super serve, super serve, super serve. Anything that affects African-Americans, that's what you do. Celebrities, including Oprah Winfrey, have been calling in to congratulate Joyner on his retirement. Congratulations. I mean, the world's not going to be the same without you two. Sybil Wilkes co-hosts the show with Joyner from Dallas. The Tom Joyner Morning Show has been a lifeline for a lot of people who are going through their day-to-day, but it has empowered them. It's entertained. Skip Gates. Entertainment and empowerment have paid off. At his peak, Joyner says he was making $14 million a year. But it got to a point where they were, all right, you're going to cut your salary in half, okay, and then in half, okay, and then 
in half two years ago because my salary was based on my results. Mm-hmm. And, and um, uh, not only was I losing affiliates, but radio industry as a whole was losing traction. If you had been offered more money, would you have stayed longer? Heck yeah. Shoot, my goal was to die on the radio, have my funeral on the radio. What's the next chapter? I'm just going to be concentrating on raising money and putting putting it in the hands of college students to to help their tuition uh, at historically black colleges. That's my goal. Joyner's advice to his successor, Ricky Smiley, is to continue to super serve the African-American community and give back. Jerika Duncan, CBS 4 News. Well, I sure hope we continue hearing his voice, right? I know, and maybe we'll see him around South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. I, I, I certainly hope so. Thank you. Know, I, I take the I, blame well, for that. That you know, we said we talk about the in this, the broadcasting industry, but it really isn't in this country anymore. And he makes an absolutely good point. We here on this uh, station here super serve the blind community, and that's yeah. what we should be doing because we're blind listeners, blind presenters, whatever we are, and that is what you do. You know, the sports fans, the news junkies, the the, the black community, whoever it is, the Hispanic get get into what they want and they will stay with you because you don't you don't appeal to broad audiences as much anymore and you hear stay, morning shows that sort of wander around and right. and you, you you played them on here and they're trying to talk about everything and you just know that people aren't necessarily focused on what they're talking about that but day, i wonder you know? if he got made got a bad deal in a sense because he got paid based on the listing audience he had and the ratings he had and unfortunately that didn't do him so well and i as he said before they kept cutting his salary in half right well when he was on top you know that that's the thing he wanted like a piece of the action so probably he said he set up at a certain point and said hey i will take so and so percent of whatever and then then as it went down you know the pie was smaller he got a smaller piece because he felt he wasn't getting his fair uh, due by just getting the salary you know so he he gambled on it and he won and for he, a long time and then he lost you know he was also hurt a lot of it too as i know the iheart urban stations as they started syndicating steve harvey you know and, i mean right. steve harvey's a little bit younger and so you hear him a lot more than you hear Tom Joyner. Now, Tom Joyner was also on TV One. They simulcast his show on TV One there towards the end. But, you know, Tom Joyner, one thing I liked that he did on his national show, he included his affiliates. What was it? The Funky Fashion Forecast. So he said, and he would have two or three affiliates. He, yeah, you know, he'd he did come that. on and yeah, give, their weather, they'd give, the, give their weather forecast in their area. And while he was going back and forth between Dallas and Chicago, we talk about, you know, the Bob Kingsley countdown and everything. He was also doing the, he had the, the Tom Joyner's on the move countdown. So he was doing the two the two cities and a top 30 countdown every week. So well, you believe that on the point. You know, that's. No. Sounds like Arthur Godfrey in the 50s. He had like four, three or four shows going at the same right. time, you know? That's right. Yeah, but what ruined his career, Chris, and, and, and people don't want to admit it, but they, but when you look at when you look at what happened to his career, it was never the same when he fired Julius LaRose on Yes, because he, he was a, a, a vuncular, as they call it, the figure. And then he became, you know, kind of like, you know, you lost. he lost half his audience because people say, my hey, he's not refused, a totally nice guy. My father refused to listen to Arthur Godfrey after that happened. You know, right. my, 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 my dad told me about that I said, I used, I said, I know because I didn't believe him when I was a kid. You mean how could he do something like that? He said he did it on the air. We ne- and we and my at least, uh, you know, he said he would. He never liked Arthur Godfrey ever, ever since. But I mean, that's why my father was too. Yeah, it, it, it is unfortunate. And but I will tell you that Arthur Godfrey was a ham. His call was K four L. I think it's K four L I B was his uh, was his call uh, that, that I that I do remember. I actually heard him on the air uh, back in the seventies. Wow. Uh, so I remember hearing him working uh, stations on ham radio. 
well. So, but he made Johnny Nash a star. He did. Oh, he made a lot of people. Patsy Cline, Pat Boone, a lot of people. And and that kind of goes going back to Tom Jordan. That's kind of like what he said in the African American community. If you were a politician, if you were a musician, if you were a comic, I mean, Steve Harvey. He was doing his uh, sitcom on the WB back then. People knew who Steve Harvey was because he was on the Tom Jordan show. He was doing stand up. I mean, a lot of others. He had them. You, you went on Tom Jordan's show because you knew that right. to get your me- to, you know, to get your name out there. Right. That's where you had to be. But you know, maybe also thing. time passes. I mean, no one's gonna, no one's there forever. I mean, at some point when John yeah. Gambling, uh, see, when the John Gambling Senior, that's the father of the John Gambling, the original John Gambling, I know his time had come to an end, and then John Gambling, his son came on the air. His time came to an end when he retired, and his son came on the air, and his time came to an end. At some point, these radio shows and radio hosts, their time does come to an end. And that's unfortunate, but that's and he did, and he business. didn't stay. He didn't stay too long. I mean, he was still sounding just the same as he did 20, 30 years ago. That's he right. was still, he yeah, was still he strong. Still I mean, he's able, that's true. Yeah, he can still do. Yeah, he still do it. So, I mean, it, it is sad to see that. But you know, as, as and he was good. He really was good. And I can't say that I like many syndicated shows these days in the morning. I want to hear what's going on locally in the morning. You don't get. Yeah, I much, agree with that. You don't get oh, that yeah, much of that any, anymore. So, I mean, if I want to, if I'm in Miami, Florida, I want to hear what's happening at W. What am I going to hear in the morning? I'm going to hear Elvis Duran, you know, or, you know, that's from the Z100 yeah. in New York City. If I, if I want to hear the morning show on Top 40 Radio in Albany, I can hear Fly, WFLY, they do a local show. But if I want to hear Kiss 1023, that's uh, iHeartMedia, they're going to do uh, either, they're going to have Elvis Duran followed by Ryan Seacrest and, you know, some other syndicated shows. So, as Tom Joyner said, it's not the same radio that he was in. When right. he did business but if life. you think about TV, uh, think about you, if you were in a hotel room in, in, in Miami and you wanted to know the news, you say, oh, I can flip on today or Good Morning America like you always do. So there's there's people who want that wherever they are, you know, the travel. So there, there's uh, audiences yeah. for both. I think there's a little difference, though, in TV and radio, whereas in radio in the morning, you're getting ready for work, and you're listening. You're trying to supposedly you're relating to the morning team. Yeah, uh, I said to said, 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 you know, Jimmy and Manny. Or uh, Jen and Bill on uh, WFTL. Right. As, as, yeah. I, as I said before, uh, when I when my daughter says, my, my, my 12-year-old daughter says, she also, she's 12 and a half soon, when she says that she likes listening to the radio, I'm saying, but who, who are your, your friends listens to the radio? She says, I don't care. I like listening to the radio. Good, which is good so, for her. I, I don't know. I, I don't That's know rare. if my, my genes got into her somehow. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But, <laughs> but Because I will tell you that my stepdaughter doesn't like radio at all. She hates radio. If I get in the car with her, she takes her cell phone and connects it to the Bluetooth system in the car and listens to Broadway shows like um, Hamilton or, or any of the Broadway shows that, are, that she really likes, or she'll listen to Israeli music or uh, yeah, you know music that no one ever would listen to, but she loves it. So each each has his own boat uh, to flow here, you know, a row here, shall we say? So I have uh, my wife has two grandkids who not listen to the radio. They know every new song that's out, every single current and, song. And that's what and Brenda says. Well, you know, even though I listen to the radio, Bernie, and you know why? Because I said. Well, how do you know all this music? Is I go to YouTube and listen to it, right? Yeah, yeah. or or Pandora or Spotify. But but my point is, I I took them to the radio station and uh, we were voice tracking. So I put them on the air with me, and then we mm-hmm. went home and were able to listen to it. The next day, they went home and told their friends that they were on the radio. Their friends didn't know what they were talking about. Really? <laughs> yep. Yep. No idea wow. what they were talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. we're, we're living in an era, Bernie, where where, they, where when the kids growing up today and the, and the younger kids coming up, they may never know what radio is. 21st century media. Years ago, I was moving some album, record albums, and this guy was moving and said, where, where do you want to put these books? <laughs> so he had no clue what record That's albums were. You know, and I said, yeah. in there. I just didn't even but try to albums are, yeah, albums are making a comeback, but that's another topic. Yeah, but not quite the same really, way. Yeah, really. that's true. I mean, well, uh, let's really. see here. We have uh, another feature. Of, well, and... Hang on, I got one more thing. Oh, go more. ahead, Bernie. Go ahead. Uh, somebody mentioned that, that this show, for instance, super serves the blind community. Right. And I got to tell you, this show is so good on its own that people are missing the boat not hearing this show. And I don't mean because we're all on it, just because of the concept of the show. Right. It, it is a radio person's show. I don't care if you can see, if you're blind, if you're oh, stupid, exactly. if you're smart. Oh, it, yeah. It, no. I, I agree completely. I, well, I mean, I my tell thought, people about this show. Yeah, my thought on our, our sports show, for example, just a really quick, is that to put things in that people aren't going to necessarily know. That's why we talk about some of the depth, because you don't necessarily get all the obituaries. I mean, yeah, there's Newsline, there's all these things. You don't always get the standings. You don't always get all the scores when you yeah. want them exactly right. put together. So I think if you look at it from what would I like to hear, I'm a blind person, so I think about what I'd like to hear, and I try to put it on the air, you know, and we do that on, on here. I, think I we look all at things a little bit differently, Chris. I'm a blind person, but when I, and, and Bob knows this, because I worked at WJPZ, and I did, did the college radio. I never told my listeners <laughs> I was blind. I didn't bring no, it up. I didn't either. But eventually, some listeners had met me, and they said, wow, you're blind. We didn't know it. And it's yeah, like, no, well, on a terrestrial radio station, I get that, but on, we're talking like on, on something like this, it's geared towards a specific audience. Like, this station is geared towards how Blind people, and you know, especially. Right. But I get that. I get that. But I, I don't. Over, I don't overly talk about the blindness thing, Sean. That's what I'm trying to no, tell no, you. No, no, that's right. that's a different Wait. issue, you know. But Wait, if you're on WJPZ, um, you had the cable contract with new channels, and yeah, you that's right. And that was that children. was my that was right. That was my idea that I brought up with Mike Roberts. And remember, we talked yep. about that, Bob. And, yep. we, and I said, Mike, why don't we put our audio on the cable? And, and Mike and I right. came up with this idea. And you had a bunch of 15 year olds in Liverpool and Salve and. North Syracuse and uh, Cicero listening to the kids. You know the, the, that's who your audience was in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting it was an interesting concept which was ahead of its time back then because all yep. they were doing was broadcasting a radio station playing beautiful music and no one was listening. No one was looking at those channels and they got people who were listening to the, the cable as like a radio station and they kind of thought it was cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, new, new channels, which was owned by Newhouse, was sold to oh. uh, uh, to uh, what you would call Time, it, Warner. Uh, Time Warner and they ruined yeah. all. They ruined but, all. But I appreciate. I I do appreciate what you're saying, Bernie, and we've had feedback from people oh, on know, our show the same I, way. You know, no, I, I, I get mean, what you're saying, I, but, but you know, we're you not this. trying to limit it at all. Oh, but no, if no, it's no. interesting yeah. to us, you know, we're in part of the world too. So if it's interesting, interesting to blind people, it can be interesting to sight of people. But if right. we're Absolutely. oriented as as who we are, we're going to come up with we, what we think and people want to hear. You know, and we're not necessarily talking about just uh, you know blindness issues. We're talking about like, hey, you know, we're blind. We listen to we listen to a lot of stuff on the radio, so we tend to talk about radio announcers, you know, sports-wise, play-by-play, or on this yeah. show, we talk about, okay, this is a radio that's easy, accessible type radio. You know, we're going to mention right. that, not necessarily, oh, this line group or that line group thing, but it's something that's a demographic, and Tom Joyner did that in the African-American community. I think if he, you get to a certain point, like an Arthur Godfrey or a Tom Joyner or an Imus or, or uh, you know, Howard, you could, what would well. I like to hear on the radio? What if I, what would make me listen? And then you can program it that way. You can't do it if you're a top 40 jock and you have to play what you have to 
to play or whatever. Right. But if you yeah. get to a certain status, and we, we have that because of Bill and because of the Internet here, we have that status. We can say, what do I want to hear and what do I want to talk about? And, and we can do it that way. But, okay, now, of course, but there are people who, like Imus who should have left radio 10 years earlier. Because, I mean, <laughs> Maybe 20. 20. <laughs> but my goal here on The Legend, it, it's not, it, it's to make it interesting. If I was to sit down and listen, rather I'm blindsided, I don't think about that. We think about what we we try to be professional, do a, a decent radio show, because we have a passion for radio. Right. That's that exactly. Yeah. Well, when I'm sitting around the house listening to the legend, I think of uh, the presenter. There's certain presenters I want to hear that are on there. There's certain ones that I don't listen to because they're not quite my style, and yeah. maybe the music and, they play may not be my hey, no style. No offense taken, Gary. Re- no offense. It's hard work doing <laughs> yeah. that. And, no. Yes, and you, he, uh, you I don't, see that. I don't think about sitting around and just blind to that. But Yeah, and you see that with certain blind. people have certain people requesting songs, and other people, they're not at that show. Somebody is. Some other folks are. So, you know, it, it, people are very aware on this station of who's on and when they're on. And people are very exactly, involved yeah. in the station. Very and, we do have, and we do have the side of people that do enjoy. Like there said, there's one, one pretty, fam- pretty well-known person around Austin that has listened to this show and listens to this on a regular basis. If he listens yep. oh, to yes. Jeff, he turns it off pretty quick. But, no, I didn't say that. But, seriously, <laughs> one of the things that we're going he to evolve... He doesn't say goodnight to that one. No. Right. One of the things that we're going to evolve into on The Legend in 2020, and I've, I've thought about this, this will not affect any of our live programming, but I've got to figure a way to spice up our radio automation, and we're going to go into... And I'll get certain people to do some voice tracking, maybe overnights or some parts to make the station sound a little more live. We get into the same, same, the same, it's, it sounds the same. It's very predictable. And I'm not seeing take anybody off the air. We're going to add as many people as we can get on the air or more you know, interesting programming, hopefully, but I can, we've invested in some voice tracking software to where people will be able to actually record or produce a show and submit it, and it goes right up to the cloud and on the air, so... It's well, and for be... voice tracking, you've got a guy right down the street that's uh, got some radio experience. So, you know, you can talk yeah. to him, maybe. Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, but he's working now more than he's retired. Well, right. that's, I know that, too. He works too much. <laughs> I, I can't afford his salary, you know. He wants at least <laughs> yeah, 10 yeah. cents an hour, and, you know, I don't know. He's making Tom Joyner money. Yeah, there 14 million a year. <laughs> yeah. He wishes he was, right, right Bernie? He wishes he were. Hey, we got a, we got a, we got some stuff going on for the next for the next stuff, guys. And uh, Christmas, uh, are you are you guys sick of Christmas radio already? Yes. Well, we understand yeah. that. We play but, it every day. <laughs> one of the one of the things I wanted to show, and I'm kind of probably maybe I'll do this like every year of different market. But I went to Atlanta, Georgia, because they were the latest one to do Christmas music on WSTR FM, owned and operated by Intercom. So I thought maybe we would take a gander at how they do it. I, they're probably not any better than the other commercial stations, but I just wanted to give them a shot as opposed to other ones. You know, when I, next year we might do something else. And if it's not, call eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five and leave that feedback for Jeff. Yeah, and, and you know, maybe you could uh, maybe you could uh, get a copy of the Bernie Egan Christmas Music Weekend Voice Track Show. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Here we go.
This week, how about if we travel to a market where one of the radio stations in that market has normally not done Christmas music. However, this year is different. As Endicom owned and operated radio station WSTR-FM in Atlanta, they transmitted on a frequency of 94.1, decided to go all Christmas. They did it rather late in the year, about two weeks ago, which is late by most standards. So sit back and enjoy radio station WSTR-FM from Atlanta, Georgia, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. WSTR-FM, Smyrna, Atlanta. A radio.com station. Merry Christmas. From the Christmas station, Star 94.1. It's a Christmas miracle. Star 94.1 is the Christmas station. Station here's your chance to win tickets to see Alanis Morissette. Text the word uninvited. U N I N V I T E D to five one five three nine. Your chance to win those tickets. Christmas music 24-7. Let's kick it off. Star <laughs> it's John Legend. What's up? This is Nick Jonas. It's Katy Perry wishing you a very Merry Christmas. Christmas time means Star 84 one time. To Star 941, the Christmas station. So this is Christmas. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to take a spirit animal quiz online. Please be the cheetah. Please be the cheetah. And learn your animal isn't the cheetah, but the far less appealing blobfish. Oh, come on. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 blobfish minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to GEICO. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. Ads off. Christmas on. Christmas music. Let's go. Star 94.1. Christmas music. All the Christmas is here. Merry Christmas. Star 94.1. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Star 
941, the Christmas station. Madison James just hanging out with you through your work day. Are you trying to pick a nice gift off the winning tree? Ken is going to have your chance for that at 420 this afternoon. Yourself a merry little Christmas. The Christmas Station. Join us Sunday at Atlanta Brewing Company from 1 to 3 for Santa Paws. Bring your pet and get their picture taken with Santa. we got details, more of them at star941atlanta.com. Ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-
very, very Merry Christmas. The Christmas Station, Star 94.1. Well, there you go. Christmas is heard on WSTR-FM, Star 94.1 from Atlanta, Georgia, owned and operated by Intercom, and the radio announcer was Madison James. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or by voicemail. For all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job, Jeff. Well, again, you're good. again, your Chris, typical Christmas station, but they, but they play a few things that you don't get to hear that often yeah. as well. No, I like the fact that yeah. they played mostly originals. I, you know, the one they kind of messed up on was the John Lennon song, but basically they oh, played yeah. the original, you know. And the other thing, uh, WPLM up here in Plymouth, uh, 99.1, it's called Easy 99.1, they do it 12 days of Christmas. They start on the 14th and go through the 25th, and I think they kind of program it the same way. They kind of have it more of a bit of the older sound, and, you know, that's good. I, I've been listening to Magic off and on here, and they're doing it and it's like, who the heck? I hear, I know the song, but who the heck are these people? Yeah, I know. No, Magic, I know. Yeah, the intercom station here, Magic, because that's kind of what they are. Where the Christian stations, surprisingly, I've gone by a couple times and I've heard them playing original songs of, you know, that songs by artists that they normally wouldn't play during the year because they're right. breaking their Christian music format. But, yeah. mm-hmm. but as I said, and the funny thing is, being Jewish, I've worked in Christmas in a station and did Christmas, you know, because everyone wanted time off. So I got, you know, 12 hour shifts. Oh, yeah. Work in the yeah. <laughs> I've said this before, but Chris, you'll find this a little amusing. I was at the WCTO in Long Island. I said, coming up, more Christmas music as we listen to Oh Come All Ye Faithful by Adeste Fidelis. And I, I'm, <laughs> of, course, of course, you got to understand that. That, that, famous, that famous Italian tenor. Yes, very good. Of course, of course, the, <laughs> of course the, the program director called me up and he was laughing. And he said, you know, Jeff, I, 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 can, I understand. I understand, you apparently know. Apparently you flunked Latin at NYI. I, 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 I never took Latin. He goes, but he says, but he says it was so funny. But no one really, no one called, no one complained, no, no one, you know, said anything. Uh, it depends on what time of day it was and how much into the Christmas cheer they were. I would imagine. Yeah. So Star ninety four played one song that we don't play. What's that? One song. Grandma got run over by. Oh, Ray. you know, I had I had not heard that. And actually, I was thinking about Fran because Fran made a comment on a group that we're in about that song, and, and she hoped she didn't hear it. Now she only got to hear part of it. And Gary, I hope you turned the radio down when that came. Uh, on. She was on the. Oh, oh, good. All right. That works out. Yeah. God, I hate that song. What, what, what is the name of that song? We are Santa's reindeer. That, oh, that's that, a good song. Now, that's a, that's the happy reindeer. Yeah. I had that 45 and I wore it out. I just I wouldn't stop playing it. And my sister, oh, yeah. if you don't stop playing it, I'm going to break it in half after a while. I would, you know, I'd play it over and over again. But Yeah. You, you know, know, when they do, used to do it on XM, the last thing they played on the last big it they did in 2007, the last song for the 50s, because they'd throw in a, Christmas, a couple of Christmas songs at the end of the year. They were doing, and they played that was the song from '59. That was uh, the big Christmas song of that yeah, year. Other, so, other Christmas songs one. that I'm not sure if you'll remember this one, but I remember it was "All Bonatale" means Mary. Oh, sure, uh, Mary. Yeah. Uh, Nat King Cole, Cole yeah. did it. Yeah, and you never yeah. hear that. Oh, I, mean, Al- I, I learned the least favorite Christmas songs: "Blue Christmas" by Elvis Presley and "Feliz Navidad" by Jose yes, Feliciano. Try to avoid them at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. Swine really? version, which the Porky Pig Blue Christmas, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real yeah. quickly. Go ahead, Barry, quickly, Bernie. Uh, oh, Benny, Bernie, Barry. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, uh, the question is, do you consider Same Old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg a Christmas yeah. song? No, I don't. No, no, I don't either. You know what's I funny? You know, you know what they used to have for their slogan on Oldies 103? They'd say, your, your, your holiday music and Christmas favorites. So that's holiday music, and then you have to figure out which one well, are the Christmas favorites, and, you know? And the other one. I mean, the, the very first line of the song. The very first line of the song mentions Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah I, that's I, the only I, I think it's part of the 
Christmas thing. You know, well, you know it's, one those, one, though, it's one of those songs, the, Bernie, that maybe it could be considered a New Year's song, a the, Christmas. You know, it's, it's hard to go ahead. Yeah, and I think it will be the played a little one, bit more, a little bit more like after Christmas. I got in trouble than some of the others. Well. Really, I got you in did trouble for playing. That's really the other one that gets goes in the question, and it wasn't written as a Christmas song. Uh, the Burt Reynolds movie, the Dolly Parton song, Heart Heart Candy Christmas. She she was basically talking about, you know, she's moving on because her house of whatever was, you know, Ill, was shut down. And so mm-hmm. it was going to be like a hard candy Christmas. And that's the only, but it just references, so they play it as a Christmas song, even though there's no. Well, the other two songs, We Need a Little Christmas, which was, you know, about uh, from a Broadway show and uh, my favorite things from, uh, you know, The Sound of Music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but you know, are, and, and everyone, plays, uh, everyone plays uh, Chestnuts Roasting on the Open Fire. And I love that song. It's written right. by. Uh, uh, I believe, you know, but it came out no in 1945, no but no one no plays the one which was the better version of them. And I think King Cole recorded it a few times, but the original oh. recording that he did with that song was uh, was with the Nat King Cole trio. Which yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, the, I forgot about it. Which I think was actually the better version of that song. And we have Jerry raising his hand. So let me unmute Jerry here and then get him on air. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, just want to wish everybody a, a Merry Christmas. And I agree. Another song that's in question that uh, they only play and I, I think they could play after Christmas too. Would be Winter Wonderland. Uh, oh, sure. that, that's uh, they could play that like through. I was Jen. waiting for that Atlanta station to play. Let it know, and then it's like, okay, guys, good luck. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, I mean, there you funny, go. as I said, it's funny listening to uh, all these Christmas songs. I was in Florida back in 1974 during the Christmas season, and it's 80 degrees out there or 85. I was warm that year in, in Miami and Fort Lauderdale, and they're sitting there playing, and they're sitting there playing Frosty the Snowman, and it's Degrees. I'm sitting on the beach, lying on the beach, drinking pina coladas, and I'm thinking, Snow. A lot of people down here object to the fact that they decorate palm trees with Christmas ornaments. That's true. And it's 75 or 80 or 85 degrees. Wow, and they've but, got, you know, but, uh, all these... But fu- you will, yeah, you'll finally be happy to know that after 25 years that Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You, finally made it to number it one. It did. It did. That's the longest. Yeah. There'd be the answer to it. In case he was still with us, he would answer that question. What is the song that's the longest it's ever really yeah. been out before it became number one? Uh, you know what? coming up. Because it's been on every news uh, channel in, in the country. Right. right. What, what, I, did a, I did a story on All Things Radio about in Britain. There was a survey taken by people who said that, that the, the number one and two le- least favorite Christmas songs from their perspective was that Mariah Carey song. And the other one was the Band-Aid song. Uh, 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 Do they know it's Christmas? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of disagree with that. But then again, but then again, there are Christmas songs that I don't like. I'm not a big fan of Grandma. Yeah. I got run over by a reindeer. I don't. But yeah, I, I got an education. I See, I don't follow new music, so this song came out 25 years ago. The only the, when anybody said "All My One Friend," my friend of ours was over, and we were playing, and she had us play it on Miss A, and I had never heard the Mariah. I guess I had, but I wasn't listening. All I want for Christmas, I've been fans of the Valiant. That's the one I knew. Yeah. And we, we, yeah, we, yeah, she well, didn't know about that. that one, I didn't know about totally the Mariah Carey. You know? Yeah, totally different. And that one's actually called "Cause All I Want for Christmas." I think is the actual title. That's how you, that's how you distinguish them. Okay. And we have Bill yeah. who, has got, who wants to get in here. So let me get you. Bill. Oh, go ahead, Bill. You're unmuted. Go ahead. Yeah. How about the song "Baby It's Cold Outside"? The one. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, talking about that have, last year. Have, you, have you heard that? Uh, I have not heard that at all this year. Have you got? Oh, I have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've played it. I've heard it. 
It's been played here in Chicago. Yeah, I have not heard it, but I'll admit to not listening to any Christmas radio. At all. You, uh, I think the controversy yeah. died down after they found it. was just something last year, the flavor of the month. They we were, call him Gary Ebenezer, actually. Yeah, they call me Gary If you want to hear a good version of it, if you want to hear a good version of it, maybe it's called outside. Get the album Boy. That's B O Y E. They sell it. They spell it that way. Boy meets girl with uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and Carmen McRae, and the yeah. two of them do a great version of. Uh, they they do a Baby very very good version yeah. of Baby It's Cold Out. So Harry Con- Harry Conn Jr. and Leanne Wellback actually do a real good version of it together. I like Homer and Jethro. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the one I like. <laughs> with with um with June Carter, by the way. They think it was June Carter oh, on that one. Okay. Tim is about ready to kill us, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's, go, let's get Joe in here because I know we, we're going to run a little, but I know Tim doesn't mind, but let's get uh, Joe in here as well. Go ahead, Joe. You're unmuted. Oh, hi. This is Joe. I, I know Tim, and I go back a long, long way. Anyway, I want to just put a little mention here for KHFM, our classical music station, 95.5. Now, theirs is, is, is public, but it is unique in its way than other public classical music stations. They start slowly to play Christmas music the day after Thanksgiving and they, they weave it around and and I noticed today it was solid. Now the great thing, is it's a classical music station, but because it's Christmas it's not all classical. You got some jazz standards and, and they do play things that nobody else plays like handbill choruses and other choruses oh, yeah. and, 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 and what I'd like at the end, the slogan, music you will not hear anywhere else. And so that's... Uh, that's there you go. There's yeah, we got a out there. I will tell you that I went to a school for the blind, and Rob, you might remember all the Christmas presentations with the chorus work that uh, Miss Tody and the music department did. I, I will say that they are some of the best-sounding things I have ever heard. So. Yep. Yes, and uh, Mr. Gunderson made records out of them, and they're available on the, on the website. Good for the New York. You know, a lot of the schools, a lot of the schools had uh, people yep. tell, talk about. I haven't heard as much about it. People talk about Perkins's chorus. They said that was excellent. So yeah, a lot of the schools had good choruses. Okay, we have one more call from Walter Swank. Walter Swank, well, Walter Swank, go ahead. You're unmuted. Well, um, I was just going to say um, it's interesting that that was a uh, a star station uh, because uh, in Omaha there is a star that has that does Christmas music. And that's Star One Hundred Four Point Five. Well, yeah, that's, that's just a—it's just a moniker that we have a star. We have a star ninety-three point three here in Albany, which is nothing like the star in, in Atlanta, but we have one here in Albany. It's just—it's yeah. just but a it, station it just moniker. Reminded me for a second of Green Christmas, and they're bearing your spices. <laughs> you know, that's great. Well, you know? Our star is soft. Our star is soft rock here, and they're not doing all Christmas music. They're playing just their normal format. They're in the easy, wow. easy soft rock. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let me ask you a question. But uh, we don't normally talk about the air check after the air check because we end the show. But this is. Uh, the air check that I love, and and Chris, you could you comment because you seem to really enjoy it too. It's, yeah. it's Mike it's Mike Cranston. He's filling in for John Sprague on CHUM AM in Toronto, Ontario, from 1967, December 21st, 1967. But I think part of the, 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 the nicety of this particular air check is it's not that they play Christmas music. They have the rocking carol, which the you know which is done by some small grade school of young kids in grade school. But I think the, what I enjoyed about this thing was the commercials that were so yeah. creative back then. 
been. So, oh, yeah. And they're now 60 years old. And they are. And those kids are, <laughs> are. Are, are, are a little younger than we are, Bob. But yeah. when, you, when, you hear this, when you hear this particular air check, I think you'll understand why my hard drive has, I have at least three copies of that same air check. In case I lose one, I want to have that <laughs> in my collection. Uh, Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you, but I just want to wish everyone a very happy Christmas for all the, yeah. and for those who celebrate Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. And for those who celebrate Kwanzaa, yeah. uh, we want to wish, we want to wish those greetings as well. And Bill, you know, you do so much for the legend and I, it's, we, we, I guess I, my, my daughter says, you know, you're always involved with all things radio. And I, and, and she says, I guess I say, well, sorry, I say to Brenda, sometimes I say, you know, I, I, I guess I really don't have a life, but this is my life. Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thank you very much for all you do. Thanks, and Jeff. Happy Festivus for the rest of us. Well, everybody, yeah, we'll see you in a couple weeks. And, and, and remember, remember, Bill, we do want to let people know, too, we will be on, even though All Things Radio will not, we will be on the Sunday both of the next two weeks. That's well, right. Yeah. We think we'll be. We will. No, we will be. Yeah, oh, we, should, yeah, I tell, we, should I tell we them all we'll be on next week for All Things Radio? But I think yeah, we'll, we're going to be doing a, a repeating a Christmas special. We've got all that fixed, and I think we've got oh, a good, uh, the CFL Christmas special, and, and people really enjoyed it. I got a lot of email on it. It's going to be the uh, Jim Reeves Radio show from the American Broadcasting yeah. Network from the, yeah, uh, 1957. 1957. Yeah. And the other one that we're hopefully going to run the, uh, the week after is the WCFL story, the story of how WCFL became a top 40 radio station when it was consulted by Ken Draper. Oh, we got it. good. Everybody, Bernie, exactly. everybody. January 9th. This is the show. Just have a great one. And yep, happy New Year, everybody. Too. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good, have happy a good New Year. Year. Yes, have yeah. a good one. Merry Christmas, all that stuff. Yep. This week, we're taking the virtual time machine back to December 21st, 1967. And we're going to hear one of my favorite hey, airships. The radio announcer is Mike Cranston. Play radio and he's working radio station CHUM AM. They transmit on a frequency of 1050, sitting in for John Sprague. We broadcast this air check before, but I never seemed tired of listening to it. So without further ado, want to sit back and enjoy radio station CHUM AM from Toronto, Ontario on Thursday, December 21st, 1967 on this week's edition of the All Things Radio podcast. This isn't the best day I can think of to play a song like that when you're talking about popsicles and icicles because that's almost a freezing rain falling out there. It's a terrible day for anybody who happens to be walking. Lots of drizzle going on. It should continue for the next 24 hours at least. Stand by for the weather in detail. Let's see now. Two dozen eggs, a roast, a loaf of bread, a new Camaro Rally Sports Convertible, a mink coat, and $5,000 in cash. Mm, say, where are you planning on shopping for all this? She's planning on shopping at Loblaws because Loblaws has put together the greatest prize package ever in their new fun game, Double Money Bingo. Grand prizes of a brand new Camaro Rally Sports Convertible, $5,000 in cash, and a mink coat personally styled by Holt Renfrew. And weekly prizes of a free trip or two to California by way of American Airlines, plus accommodation at the Los Angeles Biltmore Hotel. There's a Camaro, the latest General Motors sensation, and a Claritone color TV set. There are lots more prizes than this, and they're all listed in the Loblaws prize book. We know you'll enjoy this big, exciting Loblaws game. So play Double Money Bingo. Bingo! Camelot, think of a story of passionate love in Technicolor and Panavision. Camelot is now playing at the University Theater on Bloor. Buy your reserved seat tickets at the box office or phone 923-7331. 
lots of clouds and lots of rain, and it's going to continue right through into Friday morning. Very mild for the rest of today and tonight, turning much colder Friday afternoon with a few snow flurries. The winds from the southeast between 15 and 25, changing northwest 15 to 25 late on Friday. Uh, today's high 50 degrees and the low tonight 45. Right now the wind is from the west-northwest at 2 miles per hour. Nothing to worry about out there. The barometer is 30.00 inches and falling, and the relative humidity, of course, is 100%. Chemometer reading at 1025, 42 degrees. The number 33 hit in Toronto, Peter, Paul, and Mary, Too Much and Nothing. Too Much and Nothing. That great music happening on Chum, number 33 this week. Peter, Paul, and Mary. It's about 28 minutes after 10 o'clock. Now, Michael Cranston for John Sprague until 1. Here's more food for thought from the Dixie Food Market on the Dundas Highway, a half mile east of Dixie Road. Maple Leaf Grade A Extra Plump Turkeys, 20 pounds and up, just 39 cents a pound. Lovely Christmas table centerpieces from the Dixie Flower Shop, 250 each. Farm Fresh Eggs, Grade A, medium, two dozen for 79 cents. Burned smoked hams ready to serve, 69 cents a pound. That's Dixie Food Market on the Dundas Highway, a half mile east of Dixie Road. Condition red and green. This is an order to all chum newsmen. Do not leave the city. Consider yourself on 24-hour call from now until Santa arrives in Toronto. If you go out, leave numbers where you may be reached. Pick up coverage strategy from Chum's man at the pole, Luke Norfolk. Every mile of Santa's flight must be relayed to Chum from 7 a.m. on the 24th until Christmas Eve on Chum's Operation Santa Claus. How'd you like to buy toys 20% below wholesale cost? You can, right now, at Trophy Toy and Gift Sales, Toronto's largest supplier for children's Christmas parties. They've moved all excess stock into their warehouse outlets, are clearing a tremendous variety of toys for 20% below wholesale cost. This week only, get the savings while you can. Trophy Toy and Gift Sales, 23 Benton Road, Lawrence West at Keel, 12 Tower Drive, Lawrence East at Borden. Open 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah, 10, 29, 42 degrees. Luke Norfolk. Oh, come on. This is number eight this week. Moving down a little bit. The Bee Gees going out of Massachusetts. All the lights are still out. Ready for Christmas down there. Yes, friends, it's lovely down in Massachusetts this time of year. I understand it's raining down there today, too, so they aren't that much ahead of us. Number eight in the Bee Gees on Chum, 28 minutes before 11 o'clock. It's 42 degrees, very warm today. We can expect a high of 50 from Paramount Pictures. If what happens in the penthouse happened to you, you wouldn't want to talk about it either. Chum's advertisers have a nice way of extending season's greetings. You take Maynard's, the people who make those superb chocolates and candies. Maynard's appreciate the patronage of all our Chum listeners, and they want you to accept a free Christmas treat from them. Just go into any Maynard's candy shop Monday to Friday until 2 o'clock and ask for your free candy gift. And remember, if there's someone on your list who deserves something special, you think about Maynard's chocolates and candies. 14 Maynard's candy shops in Metro. <laughs> Okay, let's move out a little bit. The doors number 15 this week on Chum. You gotta love me two times, baby. 
that's mean stuff. Number 15 this week for The Doors. you got to love me two times, one for tomorrow, one for today. 25 minutes away from 11 o'clock, chum time. Now, stand by. We have one of our uh, school choirs coming up very shortly. Which one? Flemington Road Public School. That's right across the street from my apartment. Really, Flemington Road Public School. They've got a great choir this year, and they're going to sing Rocking Carol in about five minutes. Larry Solway speaking for the 30 Bad Boy Stores. You know, in the years that I've been associated with the Bad Boy Stores, I've learned to understand why there are 30 today when there were 28 just a few months ago, 26, and 20 before that. The reason, of course, is obvious. More and more people believe that the bad boy can and does sell for less. He proves it every single day. As a matter of fact, these days he's been saying he'll eat his hat if he can't beat any price. Well, he does beat them, and especially now, just before Christmas. You know, this is the time of year when you expect perhaps to pay more. Well, at the bad boy stores, you can Great. get yourself the kind of Christmas gift you Keaton want Hall's and up pay Maryland. less for it. How about English Superb Dryers? One hundred and fifty-nine eighty-eight. Tremendous values, too, in dishwashers. And this marvelous Admiral 25-inch color TV, just $599. Big value in time for Christmas at all 30 bad boy stores. This hour's lucky number, 28735. Today's secret word, highway. The Telegram's Christmas Fairyland for the whole family. Open now at the CNE. shopper, something I neglected to tell you. It's very important. All the bad boy stores will be open tonight until 9.30. Let's go back to 1965 now. Jimmy Ruffin had a million seller on, Chum. It's 23 minutes away from 11 o'clock, and he's asking you the question on a very wet and drizzly Thursday morning. What becomes of the brokenhearted? Brings back a few memories. Back to 1965 for Jimmy Ruffin from Motown. What becomes of the broken heart? At 20 minutes away from 11 o'clock now, Michael Cranston here for John Sprague until one. It's 42 wet degrees now. This festive season is guaranteed when you plan Christmas around a deluxe golden bird turkey from Dominion. Available only at Dominion. A deluxe golden bird is raised to the peak of plumpness and tenderness and then delivered to Dominion for your Christmas enjoyment. Order your deluxe golden bird turkey from the friendly man behind the meat counter today. It costs only pennies more per pound, but worth it. While you're there, let him help you with suggestions for your holiday meals. He's a meat expert. Now, 19 minutes before 11 o'clock, here's my little friend Richard Martin to introduce the Flemington Road Public School singing Rocking Carol. Flemington Road Public School. Mr. Ropes, grade one class. I'm going to sing Rocking Carol. Richard.
Richard Martin and the Flemington Road Public School Choir and the rest of the gang was out there having a ball at recess, it sounded like. That was the Rocking Carol on Chum's cute little Christmas song. 17 and a half before 11 o'clock. Stand by for more great Chum music. Albert, the snow's piled up to the roof and I haven't seen the children for days. Three stores open now. Scarborough, Lawrence at Golf Club Road, North York, Jane at Shepherd, and also at Agent Court Mall. Dozy Beaky Mick and Titch. It's called Zabadak, and it's hit bound in Toronto on Chubb. 16 to 11 o'clock on a Thursday morning, 42 degrees in the rain outside. Now that's a clever little item. Boy, these lyricists are really having fun. <laughs> That's uh, Dave D. Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch, and Zabadak. Now, I've been investigating this song quite extensively, and I, you turn it around, and it doesn't make any more sense. Catabaz doesn't do anything for me either. It must be a Maori war chant or something. But it's hit-bound on Chum, and it's got a nice beat. It's 13 to 11 o'clock. Stand by. We got Simon Says. This week's pick hit next. This is Tony Rome from 20th Century Fox. This movie opens tomorrow at the Imperial Yorkdale Golden Mile Runnymede and Northeast Drive-In Theaters. Simon says this is the pick hit this week for the 1910 Fruit Gum Company. Big hit. Yeah, go on. Simple Simon says that's the chum pick hit of the week this week for the 1910 Fruit Gum Company. Whatever happened to good names like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones? You know, simple little names, catchy, you could remember them. Now we got the 1910 Fruit Gum Company and Dave D. Dozy Beaky. It's 10 minutes away from 11 o'clock, 42 degrees. Michael Cranston here for John Sprague until 1. to 11 o'clock, your four minutes to Peter Dickens and the Chum News Report. This is the number 22 hit on the chart this week, Glenn Campbell, and by the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. a beautiful song on such a rotten old day, huh? That's Glenn Campbell. By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. The sound of solid gold will continue on Chum back to 1965 and Herman's Hermits with Can't You Hear My Heartbeat after this news report. Peter Dickens. And this is Chum News. Toronto temperature 41 degrees, rain today, colder with flurries tomorrow. And there you go. Memories of Thursday, December 21st, 1967 is heard on radio station CHUM AM in Toronto, Ontario. The radio announcer was Mike Cranston sitting in for John Sprague. 
One of the things I like about this air check is listening to all the commercials and how different the prices are on all the products advertised on this radio station. Now, if you have any comments concerning this particular part of the podcast, or if there's a radio station air check that you'd like me to feature from the past, why don't let me know about it by email or by voicemail. And of course, please call that feedback line at 800-693-0595, option 2 for the podcast team. Now, I'd like to wish everyone a very, very Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, and a joyous holiday season. And we'll be taking the next two weeks off to enjoy the holiday with our friends and family as well. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.